To watch this on YouTube, search Steepcast Episode 2. Hey everyone, welcome to Steepcast Episode 2. It was so great to see that so many of you joined us for our first video, and we hope that you enjoy our first full run of the show. Mitch, what do we got for the people this week? This week on Steepcast, we will be covering all of our segments. During Steep News, we'll talk about the weekly challenges and what's going on during the Steep World Tour. Next up, we'll cover our five favorite posts during Reddit Roundup. After that, we'll do our main topic of the week, which we'll be giving our honest review of Steep three years after it came out. We will have a new weekly challenge and a new photo contest for you guys to take part in. And to wrap up, we'll answer your questions from week one. With that out of the way, let's jump into the Steep News. We have an awesome special photo mode contest this week. The challenge, Tartiflette and Company. Express your love for cheese by slapping on the In Tartiflette We Trust sticker and take some awesome filterless photos. Be sure to post those with hashtag steep photo mode and hashtag steep game so that everyone in the community can appreciate them. For people out there who don't know what Tartiflette is, can you please explain it to them? Dude, we found out about Tartiflette in the game doing the cheese challenge, and once we got to try it in France, oh my god, we had it three out of the four days we were there. The dish is reblochon cheese, potatoes, lardons, and onions. So for you Americans or Canadians, that's cheese, potatoes, bacon, and onions. Can't get any better than that. There are seven weekly challenges for you to take on starting today, the 15th, and the prizes for the week include skis, backpack, wingsuit helmet, scarf, and pants. And week two of the World Tour Tournament begins on January 17th and will run through the 20th. The 100 best players will qualify for the finals, and you have 200 tries to improve your run to get the best results and reach the top 100. The rewards for this week will be access to the next phase, plus a backpack, wingsuit helmet, and 10,000 steep credits. Again, that only goes to the qualifiers, the top 100 for week two. The challenge for this week is jumps located in the Alps. And Mitch, you gave this one a shot, right? Yeah, I actually qualified for a week two of the steep world tour tournament this time, but that's not saying too much since it was like 8,000 points and took me like 30 attempts to be happy with a run to put in this video. Hey, props to you, man. Best of luck. All right, now I think it's time to get ourselves into the Reddit Roundup. Our first submission comes from user Ignition, and it's entitled Steep Extreme Stunts and Tricks. We'll show a little clip of his video here, but I recommend you watch the full thing, which we'll link down below. It's a trick compilation and some almost action-type stunts with him and a friend in Steep, so it turned out pretty well. Our second submission this week comes from Sketchboy Tyro, an explorer who is posting a picture of their Kevin Rowland gear on the mountains of Japan. And man, I've always loved the blue and pink hues that we get in Japan, and the Kevin Rowland red and white outfit really play well in this picture. I would love to have this one on my wall. Our next clip comes from user MC4Air, and he hits this just right. Smooth as butter. We also have a submission from 
Reddit user Hey Rye. Hey Rye, this GIF is short and sweet and is the definition of threading the needle. You can find this run on Aguille, I believe that's how you say it, and it is right next to the challenge titled Glacier Hurdles. And finally, we got a picture posted from We're Not the Stassi of the X Games skis and helmet that you unlocked during the season challenges, and it is looking clean. I love the purple and the blue. If you've got any other cool clips and videos that aren't part of our challenges, feel free to submit them to Reddit and see if you can find them in next week's roundup. Welcome to the main topic segment of the show, where we will discuss a variety of different things based about Steep. We've got a list of our own topics that we'd like to cover in the next few videos, but uh, some of your questions might turn into the main topic of the week too, if we feel that there's enough that we can cover to bring that up. This week we're going to give our review of Steep. Even though it came out three years ago, I think now's a good time to give a review after we've played it for a long time and then come back to play some of the additional DLC and content that's out. Absolutely. And I mean, we've been hooked on Steep since the very beginning. And I mean the very beginning. Uh, Mitch, you know that every year we have a tradition of watching or at least talking together uh, while we watch E3 wherever we end up. Yeah, that's been going on since... I want to say high school, so definitely back since like 2012, I want to say, and a group of us would always get on PlayStation Party Chat to watch all of the E3 conferences together to discuss what's out. Uh, we even went to that PlayStation Live Jeez. conference where you could go to your local movie theater and watch PlayStation's E3 conference, so... That one was pretty cool, too. Yeah, needless to say, E3 is a big deal for us each year. And when we saw Steep's debut in 2016, Mitch and I lost our minds. Uh, we have always thrived in open-world environments, games that give us an incredible play experience that also allow us to be creative and at our own twists are always at the top of our lists. Steep's easy-to-learn mechanics allowed rookie riders to experience a beautiful and vast landscape on leisurely runs, and still offers more experienced riders technical challenges that have worn my patience thin. I am not a competitive player. There are still some challenges that I just look at, roll my eyes, and move past. Yeah, I definitely saved those real tough wingsuit ones for last. I do believe I completed every single challenge that was on the base version of the game, but haven't gotten to any of the other ones. But... You know, it was great where there was the freestyle ones where you could just hit tricks and they were easy to finish, but then you came down to some of those wingsuits or some of the races that were really hard to get the right line. But what Steep did great in that regard is if you were ever stuck on one of those challenges, like the race, you could actually go into the leaderboard of it and watch the replay of the top of the day, top of the week, top of all time. So you could watch what the current record holder did and kind of learn from his line. So I would go through, watch what route he would take, and then work on taking that until I could complete the race. Yeah, and I mean, especially wingsuit challenges. How many times did you and I share uh, a bone crusher challenge or a bone crusher run with one another before we actually met the kid? Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about that, but 
where you could just watch how close he got to the rocks, but wingsuiting especially was important to make sure you were at the right height so that you could drop down the hole. So talking about that sharing capabilities that Steve has, you know, you can watch other players' runs right there from in the game. Uh, the, the game has a lot that it can and should build on in the future, in my opinion, to increase the connection of the entire community. And we'll touch on some of that later on with some questions that we got on YouTube. But overall, for me, after three years, I'm still super happy with Steep and all that they've added so far to the game. Me too. It's kind of easy to think back, um, or think now, actually, and see a lot of things that you want to be added to the game or changed about the game. But to kind of give a good review, got to go back to that mindset of when it first came out. And I know we played at least 100 hours over those first couple of months yeah, and it still had a ton of stuff left to do. Now, not so much, but yeah, there was a ton of stuff to do, and we do love those kind of creative and exploration-based games. The emphasis on riding with your friends, beating their scores while you're playing together, the option to teleport to your friends at a moment's notice, so if they found a cool spot, you go to the cool spot, doing different sports at the same time, like wingsuiting while someone's skiing and buzzing over top of them, you know. They hit a lot of those action moments, and their DLC that they added was good too. And we won't talk about Winterfest. <laughs> no, Winterfest was Winterfest was fun, and it was cool, and it was creative. But we really loved the competitions. Uh, back from the beta, we wanted X Games in the game. That eventually came. Yeah. We also got the Olympics too, so we got those downhill racing and some of the other odd competitions that you have. But I think they were all pretty good additions. Came with a sweet Asia map too. Okay, so let me ask you, if you had to pinpoint one thing that you enjoyed about one single DLC the most, what do you think that would be? I think you know where I'm going with this, and of course it's going to be the slope style that came with the Olympics DLC. How did I know? That was always our favorite, watching the X Games in the Olympics. There's just so many great tricks. It came with the rails too, that's when the first dedicated rails came to the game so that was just our favorite type of competition to watch and then quickly became my favorite to play right right and the addition of those olympics physics i mean when we went to headquarters to test this before it released everyone's minds were blown when they showed us that these skis do something different and these snowboards act differently that is an awesome window to look through for the future to know that Steep does and can implement different physics onto their boards and onto their skis to give you a completely different ride feel. Next week, we will go a little bit more in depth into the history of Steep itself. We're gonna be giving a full comprehensive timeline of the game from 2016 up until now. So be on the lookout for that. Our weekly challenge for week two will be located at the original Tardiflect Games jump that we had, which was from our first steep video that we released, where we had five different people hit this one jump on the mountain and we added commentary over it. So you can find this jump on point per se. The coordinates are up on the screen. I'll also show you in Mountain View where you can find it. Nick, what do you remember about this spot? 
Well, I actually think this is the first major jump that we both hit in this game. Uh, we found this jump in the beta and just started salivating over the the fact that we had a jump like this already constructed in the game that we could do our Tardiflet Games video, our X Games competition, uh, as soon as the game released. So I'm just filled with excitement when I see this and when I see people competing on this jump again. It brings back a lot of fond memories. And just as a reminder, you will find last week's challenges in our week three video, and you'll find this week's challenges in the week four video. This week's photo contest is entitled Dam Breakers. So, find one of your favorite dams in the map. I know there's a couple scattered through the different locations, and jump off the dam with anything. Literally, just use skis, snowboard, wingsuit, base jump, sled, para ski, para sled, whatever, whatever you can use. Just jump off of a dam and take a cool photo. Our first question was submitted from Chris Wan on YouTube. And it was a two-parter, so the first half of it was, if we had to make an add-on, like Alaska or Asia, where would we base it off of, and how would we fill that particular area with stuff and activities to do? My mind immediately jumped to the Rockies in the western US, uh, including Colorado, which has some very famous ski-type resorts like Aspen, which is where the X Games are held every year. Uh, they also have Steamboat Springs, which is where the U.S. Olympic team likes to train. Uh, my other thought was Vancouver, too, which is still part of the Rockies, just a lot more north. But they have Whistler Blackcomb Mountain, which is where the Vancouver Olympics were held. So if you haven't guessed by now, I would really like one of those Olympic-style ski resorts to be added, where, you know, they have these massive mountains where there's some backcountry riding, there's some trail riding and some chairlifts, and it would be cool to add the town kind of down below as well, where you could go explore. It could be like the town in Alaska too, where you can grind on a lot of the different rails and stairways that are there. And yeah, I'm also gonna have to go with the Rockies on this one. I mean, there's just so much there. How can you pass this one up? Uh, California and Utah specifically would be awesome places to have featured you could make a nod to Park City in the game with just the absolute biggest trick park that we have seen in Steep to date. Imagine that, a, a trick park bigger and more incredible than the Olympics, just one massive all trick park. I think that would be a, a lot of work on the devs hands, but it would pay off wonderfully. There would be so much more for everybody to do if we had somewhere like a Park City themed park to go to. The second half of Chris's question was, what do you both think about some story stuff like Amp 3, SSX series, um, or Dark Summit added to Steep? Basically, what about more of a guided storyline? Uh, would we like to see more of a guided storyline throughout the game? I'm not too sure on this one. I think that they're on the right track with the mountain stories that they had in the game or the DLC X Games and Olympics where you kind of go through the journey of qualifying and competing. But those also did leave a little bit more to desire. I wouldn't 
dive straight into a story based around a certain character, but maybe something a little more like an RPG where you get to kind of build up your character and choose kind of what path you want to go down. Not that it would affect the other gameplay, but maybe you really become a skier, so then you kind of get to do cool things down a skiing track. Maybe if you could follow that kind of story, it would be cool. Right, and I'm I'm with you on this one as well. I mean, like like I said earlier, we have such an affinity for open worlds uh, and the ability to bypass stories to explore and create. Not that we wouldn't dive into the story mode, but it's so much nicer to not have anything like that that's tying you down to a singular path that you need to follow through the game. I love how open this game feels. I don't want to be dragged through another story and shown what I should appreciate. I love going and finding the smaller things that devs have created for us to find. I really enjoy that mystery and free discovery in games like this. Uh, if anything, I would say add some more Easter eggs. Maybe do something else like the Tardiflet Mountain Challenge, where you have to hop through different mountains to find different things that are all kind of connected. Some of the things that I've loved seeing in this game, like Chris McCandless's bus in Alaska, the whale skeletons, I believe those are in the Alps, and all of the little nods to Assassin's Creed and other Ubisoft titles. This game does a great job of keeping me involved and me interested in what they're doing, but it's the tiny nuances. It's not necessarily something that's right in my face all the time. You need to go from point A to point B. Our next question came from Almost Perpendicular on YouTube, and you can read his question here, but he commented basically about how Steep's DLC has been freestyle-focused, while a lot of people that are left in the long-term players mainly like some of the challenges, content creation, and a lot of things other games brought, kind of like Steep 3, or Skate 3. Skate 3 is mentioned a lot, which is fair, it was probably one of the best games and one of my favorites way back. Um, some people would like it harder to perform tricks. They could add, he suggested adding a park editor for 10 bucks and everyone would buy that and go crazy with it. Um, he would also love to have an in-game platform to share clips and photos from director mode, from the photo editor, almost like a social tab. So this is a tough topic and I say that briefly because it was touched on while um, we got to talk with some of the devs. They told us that our Tardiflet games kind of inspired them to go after, you know, the Olympics and the X Games because a lot of they saw a lot of people wanted something like that in the game, a hard competition. At the same time, though, when they first made Steep, they really just had a vision for that open exploration of all these different mountains and, you know, just getting to ride through nature with some of your best friends and weren't thinking too much about that competition, so... They have a line to walk there of what their creative vision is as a studio for the game, while also catering to players and what they want to see out of the game. It's kind of like if you change Death Stranding to be more of a shooter game than it currently is now. I think I would enjoy it more, but then it wouldn't be Death Stranding and it wouldn't get some of the critical acclaim that it has. So it's interesting to see what direction they'll kind of take Steve based off of that. It was smart of them, though, to grab all of the winter competition licenses out there, grabbing the X Games and the Olympics, because that kind of makes them the central winter sports game. Yeah, I definitely think a harder trick mode would be very interesting to see. 
having more liberty to do what you want is always the most liberating thing in a video game. Uh, competition would feel a whole lot harder. It would feel more like a realistic competition. And it would give us more to talk about. And as we know, the skate and snow communities are all about having bragging rights. And more intricate trick options would allow for those rights to be truly earned in-game. And I also dislike the current photo mode features. Uh, it leaves the mountain way more cluttered than it already is in Mountain View. And a dedicated social tab would be a welcomed addition. For a park editor, I would love to see that and hope that that eventually comes to in Steep because Steep is my favorite winter game. But I don't know if that's something that would be in a DLC or if that's something that they could put in a new game if they decide to make one. If I'm remembering right, I think it was Skate 3, which is when they added in props and adding in ramps and dragging them around, so we've still got time. And to the clip sharing part, I think that would be wonderful to add into the game. What I'm kind of envisioning for it uh, was back in the Uncharted series in multiplayer. I think Uncharted 3 and 4 were the only ones to have it. But whenever you were in the multiplayer menu, there was Uncharted TV in the bottom right, which was on mute whenever you were in the menu. But if you wanted to, you could pull it up to full screen or you could unmute it. And it was just changed, I want to say it was changed weekly. They featured a lot of clips from the community, a lot of interviews from the studio. Um, that's where they did some of their updates as well. They talked about them, so... That would be something cool that Steve could have too, whether it's in the social tab if that's updated, or I know a ton of people want like a meeting place or a lodge to be added to the game, so if you could pop that on a TV and show off a lot of the cool Steve clips and all that other stuff that people are generating, that would be sweet. Now our final question for the week comes from Blackbird, again from YouTube. Uh, they wanted to know what we thought about adding a grab editor or more well-known brands in Steep. I do think a grab editor would be cool in the game where you could change up hand placement. I'm also thinking changing which input did what grab, so this is kind of a leap for an analogy, but with quick chats like Rocket League where you can swap out what hitting right on the D-pad does, change which word it is. So changing out which grabs fit your visual style and then kind of assigning that to the buttons. I mean, Steep is the closest we've ever gotten to a snow sports simulator game, while well, that was a mouthful. But it wasn't the intention at the start, as far as we know, for it to be a direct reflection of reality. With how the game has been leaning towards event branding, I wouldn't be surprised to see it sink a deeper hold onto the snow sport market in terms of realistic branding, but we don't want this to become, you know, Burton's snow park experience or anything like that. It could go over the deep end really quick. But I think we would all welcome a few big name characters and outfits. Well, that's all we have for episode two of Steepcast, so let us know down below how we did. If you want to enter the weekly video or photo contest, just check out the link down below. That leads to Reddit where you can post a link to your submission. We'll still be taking submissions for week one up until we record, which is typically on Sunday or Monday. And if you're submitting for week two, you will find those videos in the week four episode. If you have any questions for us, just leave them down below and we'll be sure to hit on them next week. Yeah, and that just about wraps it up for this week. Thank you guys again so much 
for the warm welcome that we've gotten from the community, and we hope to keep doing this for as long as we possibly can. I'm Nick. That's Mitch. We'll see you guys on the slopes. This show is brought to you by the Nick and Mitch Podcast Network. To learn more, head to nickandmitch.com slash podcasts.